Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Are you happy now? Well, I'm, I'm kind of sad, to be honest with you, and I'd like to explain that to you then. All right, we're going to talk about that. Two weeks ago, Joe said President Trump was toast. I didn't believe I it. I told you he was. I didn't believe it. <laughs> but uh, he knows, as, as I've been doing for 30 years, I've been looking to him for what's really going to happen, and I appreciate that. So uh, we're going to be talking about the presidential election. We're also going to do some look-ins uh, to the major event that's at the Susquehanna Valley Mall, the Veterans Salute today, and we're going to host open phones. We would love to hear from you today. Today uh, we are going to uh, we have a presumed president elect and elect and we have some Republicans that are making sure that every vote counts and every anomaly and criminality and fraudulality and every other issue. Oh, I like is, that word, a fraudulality. Right, it has to do with <laughs> criminality. So we're going to make okay. sure that they're going to make sure. And uh, you would think Democrats would also have a vested interest in making sure that any anomalies are meted out because you know they could have lost votes too through one of these issues. So uh, we're going to talk about that today. So we invite you to join us. We have open phones right now. We're just going to do brief look-ins during the 9 a.m. hour to the Veterans Event of the Susquehanna Valley Mall. The rest of the day are devoted to open phones. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and you can text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you uh, via text. So call us <laughs> today. All right, we got a call coming we in. We do, but before we, before we do that, there's something I'd like to add. You asked me about how I felt today mm-hmm. and I said I felt a little sad. One of the things I did over the weekend was look at all the Facebook posts of people, various people who are on either the right or the left. And I, I must admit, I'm saddened by the hatred I saw there. Mm-hmm. I've seen people that posted that Biden's win was a victory of good over evil. Some folks on the left have so demonized President Trump over the past four years that they've come to believe that there's no valid possible excuse for having voted for him other than you're a racist, a xenophobe, anti-LGBTQ, and so on. And people on the right have demonized Democrats generally, and Biden, to a somewhat lesser extent, they believe our constitutional rights will be taken what, away. What, 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 wait, 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 Joe, <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Uh, I'm sorry. There is equal vitriol. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I've got, that you're not oh, I thought you to, said to a lesser extent. Uh, well, Biden, I think they've demonized Democrats more generally and then died Biden, Biden, Biden less than that because Biden's a likable guy. Let's face it. I take it back. So, okay. I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, that, that was my point. We're not listening to each other. We're writing people off. We're anyway, saying... Anyway, so let's get some calls going here. <laughs> you don't like President 
President Trump. Therefore, you, t- you, you, you preach to everybody that this is a vile, despicable human being. There could be no possible reason for having voted for him. You know, he's, an- he's opposed to people of color. Yet, people of color gave him larger majorities this time, or not majorities, but larger support than they did the last time. You know, we're, we're, how, how is Joe Biden going to heal the country when we can't concede the other guy has a point? Well, that's we, what I'm get, getting to, and that's what I've seen. That's the hatred I've seen on Facebook over the past couple of days. Right. I brought in some of the notes from Facebook. We posted a story Saturday night after his speech saying, uh, you know, I mean, the headline was from CBS. It said, Biden hopes to heal the nation and draw b- both sides back together. The Facebook post from one of the local Republican leaders locally was, well, I despise that blank, and Facebook blanked, it, well, blanked out the whole post. I wouldn't care if he were blanked. 100 times by 100 people with blanks, uh, weapons of some sort, okay? Okay, well, so, I'm trying to figure out exactly well, what we're blanking here. Vitriolic, not threatening, but hope, wishing that he were dead. Uh, that Biden was remarks. dead. Yeah, hoping that Biden was dead. One of the local Republicans lo- locally, and you'll recognize his name, I'll tell you later. Well, yeah, I'd be interested but, in hearing uh, who but, that guy is because he's part of the problem. Right, that's right. He is part of the dilemma, and, and I'll tell you what, I, I don't know And I know some people on the left together. who are part of the problem, oh, too. Oh, yes, please. I don't I agree. No, I agree. I don't know how we come back together because we can't concede. In other words, if, if I say to you, I voted for President Trump, and you say to me, well, that makes you a racist, you're reprehensible, he's a vile, despicable human being, he's out to hurt people, he's out to destroy you know, our rights, our civilization. How do we go anywhere from there? And if I say the same thing about Joe Biden, oh, he's a, he's a communist, he's going to support taking away our guns, he's going to do all this terrible stuff to us. How do we even get to the point that we can have a conversation? It seems to me the first thing you have to do is concede that somebody else might have a point and at least be willing to listen to them. Did you notice last Wednesday when President Trump was ahead in many of these uh, states that uh, later went for Joe Biden that there was a tone of hope on this show that if folks are going to enjoy four more years of President Trump, they had uh, many of the people, some of the Democrats or liberals had... uh, had decided that I guess that's you know that's the will of the people a few people now I'm sure there were vitriolic remarks. Well, and don't forget we've had callers who believe God ordained that President Trump be here. I guess God messed up here. (laughs) Well, he can't control (laughs) Democrats votes. He just controls the candidates. I I think what we're all human beings. We're all living in this country. We have some kind of an obligation to hear each other out to to allow dissent. In other words, if all I do is tell you that you're that so and so is miserable, a what terrible human being, how are you ever going to form your own opinion about that person? Okay. Don't you see what I'm saying? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, absolutely. well, you seem distracted. That's why. <laughs> well, I, you know, and I, I think part of this is that uh, we have sown division deep into this country. You know, I, I've often said that uh, Rush Limbaugh helped keep it going. He didn't invent division in this country. Right. I really think it's, I, I think we've been moving farther apart. As long as I've been alive, and we've President, become more separate. And President Trump deserves some of the blame for that. But so does Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. I, I And know, all of our elected leaders. I don't know. Let, let, let's look at it this way. Let's suppose this 
crack developed in 1960. Okay, that's my first memories are in the mid 60s and late 60s. Let's let's. I, I often thought then, you know, during the McGovern race, that uh, people were so sharply divided, and the nation was divided. So that was the first crack. Well, that crack has widened, and the walls that we've built on both sides of that divide have been hardened, and people have been boning up on the side that they they most enjoy and are even further steeled against the other side now. So yes, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and President Trump, they are the capstone of that wall. There, There's no doubt there. But I think we have, as Americans have been building this divide as long as I've followed politics. But our political leaders have been playing on what I call the politics of fear. The other side has to be demonized. In other words, we can't just say mm-hmm. I disagree with their philosophy. They have to be terrible human beings. They have to be racist, bigots, misogynists. They want to be destroying the rights of the LBGT community. They want to take health care away from people. You know, how do you go anywhere from there if we've scared the death out of you? And on the other side, oh, they're going to take away our guns. They're going to become socialists. We're going to live in a communist country. How do we ever progress from there? First of all, I'll tell you this. I think, as a Republican, I think Vice President Biden has been elected president of the United States. If I were President Trump, I would certainly want to see that any, as you point out, we all have a vested interest in making sure the election was right. But I would at least concede the election and help the vice president move forward as he becomes the president of the United States, rather than dragging this thing out in the court. Now he's going out into having rallies. You know, this isn't the way this country's supposed to run either. I, I look back at all the times our presidents have conceded races. Jimmy Carter was very gracious in conceding. You know, other people have been very gracious when they've lost. I don't think that's in Donald Trump. Well, look at look at the grace we were, we enjoyed monitoring and watching with George H. W. Bush. You know, one of the staunchest Republicans, you know, really adamant Republicans to be elected during our time, and uh, so willing in defeat to help whatever it. Was take to push the nation forward uh, was very noteworthy in, in my opinion. All right, we have All open right. phones. We'll take your calls. These were setting the tone for uh, uh, can there be any reconciliation in the U.S.? Uh, let's talk about it. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, Stan, you're going to be the first caller, last caller before a break, and then Than will be on. So you go first, Stan. First of all, Joe Biden has not been elected president. Now, he may have the numbers right now, but it's not over yet. Just because the news media says it's so doesn't make it so. But there'd have to be uh, a... How, how many states have certified their elections? Well, none of them, and I'm not arguing that exactly. point with you, but we have in the past, people have conceded the race without all the states having certified their results. You know, uh, And that was with a clear victory where there was no no hint of cheating. We have serious uh, signs of cheating and malfeasance in in at least, what, half a dozen states? Okay, so there is cheating, but I don't think it's widespread. Nobody has alleged anything widespread enough to actually change the the vote total or they change the outcome of the election. No one is alleging Uh, that, not even President Trump. All the mail-in ballots in in, in, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania are suspect when you have 100% of them going for Biden. That's suspect to me. Well, yeah, if 100 percent of them went for either candidate, I'd have some suspicion. But I, is well, that, where there, is that the there case? Are cases where that happened. Out of how many votes? 
you know, there could easily have a hundred ballots counted, and a hundred of them would be for one guy or the other. But if you're talking ten thousand, yeah, and all ten thousand are for the other guy, there was over a hundred thousand in Michigan. Well, Stan, tell us about this. You you know all about this, so please uh, tell us what the, you know the, about this. When these they stopped votes. counting on Tuesday night, then Monday morning, all of a sudden they found over a hundred thousand votes in Michigan that were strictly a hundred percent Biden. Okay, and who who are they? The people counting the votes out there and in, in around Detroit. Okay, so that's uh, uh, that that's a known fact, right? That's there's yes, no. Yeah, those facts are out there. It's not just an accusation. No, those facts are out there, and and when you have a computer program used in thirty states in this country, that was designed. By, I don't know who designed it. All, and that's what I'd like to find out. <laughs> Vladimir. You know that that Putin. that uh, they changed. You know. 6,000 votes that were supposed to be for Trump went to Biden well, when they uh, did the final vote tally? As I understand it, that, that is a uh, computer program, forget what it's called, that actually is owned by Democratic operatives and uh, yeah. has Democratic investors. Mm. But that doesn't mean the, they're... Dominion is the program. That's yeah, it. That go. doesn't mean they're crooked, though. That doesn't mean that there's something flawed with the program just because it's developed by Democrats. Well, they said it was a glitch. I'm sorry, Joe, but from the day I started learning about computers, I was always told one thing. Garbage in, garbage yeah. out. Computers do nothing except what a human tells it to do. Well, no argument there. <laughs> so if this is a glitch, it was done because a human wanted it to be done. Well, then we should check out all that's of these the things. Stuff, well, that's the stuff that's going to be come out in these lawsuits. And there's no way that Trump should concede. But how do you... There's how absolutely do you... no reason. How do you right uh, what what do you how do you rectify that? Let's say you're right. Let's say there was a hundred thousand votes and they all went for Joe Biden in Michigan. How do you how do you prove that? I mean, which hundred thousand? They didn't separate well, see, them and, and say this is the hundred thousand that goes to Biden. This next five thousand goes to Trump. You know how would you how would you even do that other than an absolute recount? And if the ballots are there, they're going to come up with the same total. Well, that, that there is the problem. They threw away the envelopes. There's no si signature verifications, not only there, but in Pennsylvania. The S Secretary of State changed the rules midway. They were told first they had to match signatures. They had to come in the security envelope, and then they changed their mind midway. What, what, what's going on? That's, that throws all kinds of red flags. So it's going to be But how do you, recti how do you rectify you know, it? It's going to be court cases. They're going to sue, and we're going to wait, just like we did in 2000. But how are they going to rectify that? In other words, you're, you're talking about stuff know. that can't that's, be proven. That's way above my pay grade. Okay. You know, and, and I, I don't know. And that's the problem. Nobody does. Because if there's clear signs of cheating, I know what should happen, but it probably won't. So we'll be stuck with Biden for four years. Yeah, yes. and, and the people that say that we are to come together are the ones that have been calling us Trump supporters racist, homophobes, and whatever else they've been calling us for the last four years. But we're, now we're supposed to come together and say kumbaya and, and agree with everything they say? No, I don't think we do that. I think there is such a thing as the loyal opposition. I would hope as a Republican I would behave better than the Democrats behaved four years ago. I agree with you. They never accepted the results of the last election. But I'm more than willing to accept the results of this one, and I accept the fact, as we've told the Democrats for the last four years, that elections have consequences. And if the American people voted to put Joe Biden in knowing he has an agenda that's to the left of center, then I guess we just have to put on our big boy pants as the mayor of Philadelphia 
Philadelphia said and take it. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Guaranteed there will be no riots from the right like there is in the left. (laughs) I agree with you. If they change... With the, after these court cases, there will be riots if it doesn't go the way the left wants it. That's a guarantee. All right. Thank you so much, right. Sam. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Right. All right. We got callers standing by. Uh, yeah, this thing about the 100,000 votes, uh, it wasn't actually in the vote count itself. It was in the reported tally that was given to media that you and I get to look at. The vote count itself was untouched. It was a typo. It was corrected that night. Uh, but, uh, of course, the question remains. Was it Stan, a typo? Yeah, right. Stan accurately <laughs> asks, uh, was it really a typo or did it actually affect the outcome count? You know, it affected what they were reporting. There, what they call their reporting data, but it didn't affect the actual count itself, and uh, either a more careful addition or the actual recount would have shown that. But uh, yeah, there's been a wide, a lot of things, boxes of ballots popping out of nowhere. All of these widely debunked. But if even debunked, any, have they been debunked? Some have, some have not. So I some, know they've some thrown some, some of, some of, of Trump's court cases have been tossed. But let me finish here. Okay. If any of these, any single shred of one vote is cast illegally, wrongly, typo, not done right, brought in the next day, screwed up by a computer. That should be meted out, fixed, recounted, and everything made right. Uh, so even if that is all done, let's suppose every meme that we've seen on social media is right, it's still only going to be about 10,000 votes or something like that. It's not going to change. In one cha- state, right. Not it's not going to change anything. So, But there is something suspicious. You know, the, they've called all these states. For, for Biden, but yet they refused to call North Carolina for President Trump when it said 100% of the votes were in. So I am a little concerned about that. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Than. Thank you so much for waiting. Uh, we only have eight minutes, and we got three callers, so we'll try to limit uh, call time as much as possible. Some folks might have to wait till after the break. But, Than, you're on the mark. Go ahead. Good morning. Well, I, I wanted to say a couple of things. Joe, I would like to talk to you specifically because I apparently cannot get through to you that I don't hate Trump. What I don't like is his way of governing, or, as we discovered, his way of not governing. <laughs> and I did a lot of research, Joe, back in 2015 and 16, when he started to look like a presidential candidate, I found out what his life was. His life was exactly what we see, uh, absolutely scamming people. That's true, because he's been taken to court for it. He has had to pay fines. He's lost businesses through bankruptcy. 
I don't dislike the guy at all. I feel kind of sorry for him because he obviously can't see what he is. Do you believe he's but, racist? Do I believe? Uh, yeah. Do you believe he's, he's homoph- You believe he's homophobic? Wait a minute. Is he you, xenophobic? I mean, you, you were saw, you minute. believe all these things about him and say you don't hate him. How can you? How can you like such a despicable person, Than? Oh, I'm not sure I like him. But Joe, I don't use the word hate in my life for one thing because hate is something I don't know. I've heard it come from Democrats, but I've heard more about Republicans saying we hate somebody. And we don't. We Democrats mostly look at the facts and say what's going on. Do you believe and President Trump has done any good for for minorities at all? Has he done any good at all for minorities? Well, sure. I'm you know, sure I'm, you I'm, the problem is you watch, you watch, you sit at home during the pandemic. People sit at home during the pandemic. They watch CNN. They never see a person of color coming on on CNN or MSNBC saying the president did a good thing. You know, you just don't see it. And the media has slanted it so hard that the guy never has a chance. You know, and so we believe that he can't possibly, we can't possibly justify a vote for this guy because really, he's out to harm really minorities. No, you cannot still believe that as a historian and as a person who has hired and fired people. You know the guy's character, and you know that character won't change. You can't possibly believe he was harassed. And if he was... How about uh, telling the whole world for eight years that Obama was not an American and trying to rile up the the? Uh, no, he didn't say he wasn't. An, he didn't say he wasn't American. He said he wasn't born in America. There's a difference. Yeah, well, that's true, Joe. That's a little technicality there. But he harassed or harassed Obama for years and years and years. Eight of them. Is he a bad man? Is he a bad person? Is he a bad person? You bet. I don't. I don't like what he's done. And I th- heard one of the reports this morning on on our local news here said that uh, one of the problems was that people underestimated the minority support for the president. That was one of the problems they had in forecasting the the polls. And a lot of people just didn't, you know, don't believe that minorities could support him. And if you watch, as I said, MSNBC and CNN, you would never find a person of color saying, I think President Trump did a, a good thing. He created uh, some prison reform. He created even little Wayne, the rapper, supported him. You know, so w- how, how can we just say he's a racist when there are apparently black people, 18 percent of black men voted for him? You think they're dumb? You think no, they're dumb, then? I think they don't know his history. Do you realize? <laughs> That's right. That they didn't possibly, people? they didn't research it. They didn't think about it. They just decided <laughs> the wrong thing and voted for him. Well, why would you vote for a person who has kept your, let's say, ethnicity out of their apartment buildings back in the 90s and 80s, purposely keeping them out? All right, well, let's just stipulate he is or isn't a racist, depending upon what you believe. Than, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Okay, I'll I'll make it very quickly. Joe, please don't use the word hate all the time. We're trying to get back together. Don't (laughs) demean the news media because that is the fourth estate. It's constitutional, or at least amendable. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, but it is definitely part of our institutions. And definitely, definitely part of our problem, too. Thank right. you, Than. Yeah, thank you so much, Than. Really, really appreciate the call. Uh, let's see, that would put uh, Mark on the air. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Uh, good morning, guys. You know, I'd like to see the rest of that uh, 
information that the FBI has on the Biden's activities because it's not good with China and uh, with Ukraine. But uh, what really worries me is what I heard, I think, on your radio station today. He's going to do away with all restrictions of Muslims coming into this country. Uh, the hostile areas like Iran and Pakistan, that's not good. They might be going on to college campuses, but you let uh, too many uh, of those people in here, those uh, <laughs> radicals. There, there you go. It's them have... again. We can't have too many of them. You know how them are. Oh, especially from areas that uh, preach death to America, right. Mark. Yep. I, don't want, I don't want tens of thousands of Iranians coming in here just common sense. Right. Well, when you consider what's going on in Europe right now, where the countries, France in particular, is having a wave of Islamic terrorism, exactly. I can understand wanting to be a little cautious about who comes in. It's them again. That's exactly right. And uh, uh, Biden's activities, uh, well, he, he, well, we won't get into some of the tendencies he has like Clinton, but I want I want some more investigation by the FBI because they had that computer uh, uh uh, for almost a year, and they just buried it, and that's that's just not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys, uh, you guys have a, t- a good day. Then. Hey, thanks. thank you so thanks much for calling. Appreciate uh, your call. Mike. You get a minute or two, and then you can finish after the break if you wish. Okay, just a couple of quick observations about the current situation. Okay, four years ago on this date, did we hear headlines about healing the nation and coming together and being in unity? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, not with President one, Trump. No. <laughs> one indicator, one indicator of the media bias. And then the second thing is, I believe that we've had a switch in this country about who these parties are. When I grew up, I was a Democrat, and the Democrats are for the working man. And now, I believe the Democrats are for the rich the elite and the people that hold all the power, and the Republicans are now the party of the working man. And you can look at the electoral map and see where the votes came from, and I think that uh, is proof of what I'm saying. And I think uh, there's a lot of people being hoodwinked. And Joe, you pointed out about the increasing support for the Republicans among the minorities, and that's another proof that the Republicans are for the working man and the Democrats aren't. Well, and the Republicans have, under President Trump's policies, black um, wages went up. You know, black, he's created those empowerment zones for black communities. But nobody, I mean, if you just watch MSNBC and CNN, you never hear about that. It's sad because he has done some good things that benefit minorities and he isn't getting credit for it. And people on the left are saying, oh, the guy's a racist because in 1968 he didn't let somebody rent a property. A lot of people were in that boat. Mike, call back after the top of the hour. We'll get you back on the air. We'll get you some more time to talk about your good, important points, which we're always glad to hear. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. This is WKOK's On the Mark, a live telephone talk show. We have open phones during the 9 a.m. Hour. We'll do some look-ins to the big Veterans Appreciation event at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. We'll have some news headlines shortly and more conversation. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me, and we're in partial agreement on some things today. That uh, presumed president-elect, Mr. Joe Biden, will be the next president of the United States. And uh, we've been talking about maybe trying to glue some of our division back together again and talking about some of the anomalies or uh, frauds or criminalities or issues that have popped up during the counting and the election itself. So, Alleged. Uh, right. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565 uh, is our telephone number. We do have some texts in already. 70236, the number of those were sent to. You're welcome to email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can call us 1-800-795-9565. We have open phones right now. We invite you to do what I have done on many occasions. That's visit sunburymotor.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and Pre owned inventory all for you to examine online. Then you can select the perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. It's from the Sunbury Motor Company. They are available. The web address is sunburymotors.com but the street address is North 4th Street Sunbury or Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. Uh, they invite you to do, again, what I've done. Go to the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. That's where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen. Uh, they do alignments and they got a body shop down there. They got them great big tow trucks, really more like a small crane uh, on those uh, to pull tractor trailers up down from ravines on Interstate 81. And they got it all at the Sunbury Motor Company, and they would just love to hear from you. So please uh, participate in uh, patronizing our sponsor, but don't be patronizing. Just say, hey, I'm glad you're a great sponsor of a great show. Double the KOK's on the mark. In the news today, Market Street and Sealance Grove still blocked uh, at a fire scene. A section of I-81 southbound still blocked at Route 443 after Pine Grove. So you're going to follow a PennDOT detour there. Uh, Danville still got some slowing this morning because of uh, some of the heavy traffic there. Volunteer firefighters are on the go again today in Sealance Grove after an apartment house fire that initially broke out Sunday night rekindled today. Crews were sent out again around 4.45 a.m today. Now, there is an extensive response associated with this, either in a firefight capacity or in standby. The initial blaze reported last night around 5.30 p.m., either tonight or this morning. There have been no injuries reported there, so we'll keep you posted about that. Eight to ten people were displaced from the apartment house fire. Central Susquehanna Regional 911 uh, says uh, that uh, section of Market Street uh, still blocked at this time. It was once called the Needy Family Fund, but as of today, it starts out as Here for Good. It is launched again. That's the new name of the annual fund that has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. The fundraising promoted by the Daily Adam and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation funds are channeled through the Mifflinburg Bank and Trust Company. Uh, they enjoy no fee for the administration of these dollars and do so as part of their community work. And the funds go to the Salvation Army Citadels in Sunbury and Milton. Here for Good. Now up and running. Hereforgoodcampaign.org. You can donate at any branch of Mifflinburg Bank and Trust. And, of course, those are popping up all over around here. And you can also mail a check to 250 East Chestnut Street, Mifflinburg, PA 17844. Help on the way for those recovering from substance abuse. And Narcan giveaway is scheduled for this uh, Thursday. It's at the Union County Resource Center on Hafer Road. We have more about that, WKOK.com. U.S. Senators Pat Toomey and Bob Casey are releasing statements about the presumed presidential election 
election outcome. In a statement, Senator Toomey says President Trump and the former Vice President uh, Joe Biden have run hard-spirited campaigns uh, and have inspired record civic engagement in the political process. I applaud them both. He goes on to say that the media's projection of the election outcome is not is only a projection and not the final outcome. Senator Casey congratulated President-elect Joe Biden, well, who he called President-elect Joe Biden, the presumed president-elect, and Kamala Harris. Uh, he says, now is the time to unite and heal our nation, says Casey. And U.S. Congressman Fred Keller joining the call for legal action and recounts across the Commonwealth and the nation in a signed letter. U.S. Congressman Keller joins eight other Republican members of the U.S. House from Pennsylvania urging Attorney General Josh Shapiro in Pennsylvania to recuse himself from all legal challenges uh, because of his uh, Democratic advocacy and the fact that he was a candidate in the election. And uh, you can read the full letter at uh, WKOK.com. So we invite uh, folks uh, to look at that. Uh, Joe texts and emails, and then we're going to go down to the mall. Isn't it amazing that not even a week after the apparent Biden win, the press is now trumpeting the positive outcomes of the COVID-19 vaccine and will be ready for medical personnel soon and the general public shortly. Before the election, it was all gloom and doom from the press. I'm thankful that we will soon have a great vaccine to get past this virus, but I figured we would hear positive things about the vaccine, but really not less than a week after the election. Truly amazing. And well, uh, let me let me elaborate on that. I, I think he's right, and for a, there's a couple nuances to that. One, of course, uh, if you hear the news media with uh, conservative ears, then the bias is far more pronounced. If you are objective, let's suppose let's let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm objective and not liberal. <laughs> um, let's say for the sake of argument, <laughs> right? It's not true, but anyway, um, let's just say that if I were truly objective, I would say, well, yeah, the news media leans left, and so you know the vaccine stories may reflect that. But if you happen to be somebody on the left, you would just say, well, no, this is the way it was last week. Pfizer didn't come out with any statement, but today they did, and uh, President Trump has been making sure that they get tons of money for this. I'm not sure what their incentive would be to wait until after the election. If they saw President Trump get reelected, they'd have an opportunity for uh, people to, you know, get get there no, but people were saying the information sooner. People were saying that he was going to come out, rush something out before the election just to get votes. That didn't happen. But is anybody saying, well, the president was responsible, well, he didn't do that? And what the president did do was smart, I think, anyway. This is this is made the seventh smart thing he did over the past four years was that he told all the state health departments, be ready for a vaccine on November 2nd. Now, the news media picked that up and said, okay, he's coming out, the president's coming out with a vaccine November 2nd, and of course, you know, vote accordingly. But what he really said was, state health departments, this will be the soonest the vaccine window opens, be ready, have your protocols, know who you're going to give it to first, who you're going to give it to second, who's going to have to wait until next fall, have all that ready in place. And and I, I, I hate to say it, but that's sound public policy, in my view, make sure that all these logistics, so that when you finally get 100,000 vials of vaccine to come to Pennsylvania, you're not like, well, I don't know who gets it first. How about the governor, you know, or somebody well, like that? Joe Biden says he's going to, he has his plan to, to t- deal with this, but the president got even praise from the Wall Street or from the New York Times for Operation Warp Speed that made this made this happen, that got us a vaccine this fast. All right. We're going to go down to the Susquehanna Valley Mall now. Chad Hirschberger is our great reporter down
down there. A Veterans Appreciation drive through event is underway. Chad, set the scene down there, and you have some good uh, of our good elected leaders to talk to. Yes, we're here at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. We're outside of the Bonton, the old Bonton store, and they have the parking lot set up with all kinds of different vendors who are supporting our veterans, and it is set up so that they can do a drive-through later on today when it starts at 9.30, and they can see all the different displays and stuff. We have um, a recreation concert uh, also. There's some giveaway bags. And one of the people that is helping to sponsor this is Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver. Good morning. Good morning. And she is here with us. Tell us a little bit about how this came about. Well, we normally do a veterans breakfast, and this year we were going to do it with David Rowe um, in his district. And, of course, COVID hit, and we thought we can't not, you know, recognize our veterans and the service they've given to us. And, you know, when you're in the legislature, you think every day we are here because our veterans fought for that freedom for us. So we really wanted to find a new way to honor them. So this just kind of came up as an idea of maybe we'll do a drive through And when we reached out to, you know, both chambers and all the businesses and our other elected officials, this just started to grow. People were really generous, really excited. As you can see, they're lined up here um, wanting to show our veterans how much we appreciate them and the sacrifices that they made. And, you know, it's really hard to get veterans to recognize that I always say that they are ordinary people who have done really extraordinary things and um, we just want to honor them today and when you started this event i see signs all around of the different sponsors it it looks to me like sponsors just poured in for you because there's lists and lists of sponsors on signs around the area tell us about the support that you've gotten from some of those so people were so excited i mean we've got donations of gift certificates you know to places like dunkin donuts to the turberville hotel mcdonald's had special flags made or special towels made up for our veterans we have muffins we have hand sanitizer special mask designating that they are a veteran of the military window clings i mean there's just so much in that goodie bag and i want to thank the susquehanna valley mall for being our partner in this sunbury broadcasting for being our partner and all of the people who are here to help, you know, cheer our veterans on today and who sponsored this event with us. And when the event starts at 9.30, it kind of set the scene what's going to happen and how the veterans are going to be able to take, play, uh, to take part in seeing all these displays and taking advantage of all this information. So when the veterans come in, um, they'll come in the mall and they'll see signs directing them to the back of the mall where the Bonton used to be. They'll drive down through the designated parade route where they'll see people with flags and some banners They'll drive down through there. They'll meet with my staff. Um, we'll get their name. We'll put a little um, thing on their window so we know who they are. And then they'll drive through, and they'll get special gifts from different vendors. We'll give them their certificates. Recreation is giving a free concert today. And then if they choose, they can get a flu shot from VNA. And so it uh, is going on for two hours, right, 930 yes. to 1130. It's beautiful out. It's a little cool right now, but it's supposed <laughs> to warm up. Um, so a great uh, great opportunity for us to honor our veterans. We have also Congressman Keller was going to talk with us. He is over here. We'll try to grab him. Um, how about we go back to the station, Mark, and I will go get Congressman Keller, and uh, we can talk to him in just, like, give me two minutes. 
Okay, thank you so much, uh, Chad. And the official start time is 9.30, and it wraps up at 11.30. So that's an opportunity for folks to still get down there. Thank you so much, Chad. Thank you. We'll check back in with you at 9.45 this morning, and we'll find out more about uh, veterans' issues. We're going to delve into uh, some of the issues associated with that. If you're not familiar with the event itself, uh, it is from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Veterans drive through Appreciation Event at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Uh, House member Linda Schlegel-Culver was the primary gluer of all the pieces together, but House Member David Rowe, Senator John Gordner, Congressman Fred Keller, and you can thank all of them or congratulate all of them for recently getting reelected, uh, are going to be among the speakers. Recreation is going to play. JROTC's down there. And we'll have some county commissioners down there. VNA's got the flu shot. Susquehanna Valley Mall's got their bags of goodies. He just said all that stuff. Uh, well, he didn't say that <laughs> last sentence, so okay. um, as you know. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, we got a caller standing by. we got uh, tons of emails and texts, and so we're going to read those. If you want to get in queue on the telephone, 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Right, welcome back. We'll do another look at the Veterans Appreciation event as the morning goes on. And stay tuned. In the weeks ahead, we've got a series of uh, sunrise editions scheduled where we are going to talk about veterans' issues and the fact that there is just so many unanswered questions about uh, topics related to veterans in the years ahead if we're going to really um, fulfill some of our promises. Joe, I'll give you a reading choice. Which do you wish okay. to read? Doug from Lewistown says, To all the liberal lefties preaching unity and coming together now that the media has announced the career corrupt politician Biden as, quote, the winner, unquote, you can take that message and shove it. From the day Trump was elected, the signs and bumper stickers of resist were popping up all over. The chance of he's not my president, never giving the Trump administration credit for anything, blaming Trump for anyone who died from the COVID, Pelosi ripping up his State of the Union speech. I could go on and on and on. So please, spare us from your hollow cries of love, unity, and healing. That's Doug from Lewistown. All right, uh, we're going to go back to the Susquehanna Valley, Susquehanna Valley Mall. We have our good producer ready to do that. We're going to hear from U.S. Congressman Fred Keller on the exact uh, conversations that we are talking about. Uh, Chad, you have the congressman present there. We're talking about our nation's unity. So let's uh, talk about that, plus some veterans' issues from Washington. Chad. 
Yes, Congressman Keller is joining us here at the Susquehanna Valley Mall, and uh, he is here to do the Veterans Appreciation uh, Ceremony, the drive through event that's going on today from 9.30 to 3. Uh, Congressman Keller, tell us why it's important that you are here and part of this event. Well, I think it's important that we all support our veterans. They, they did so much for our nation. Uh, they also did so much for humanity, and uh, we need to come out and support uh, the hard work that they did and, and let them know that if they need help, we're here for them. Uh, and I would say at, at our office, keller.house.gov, if, they, if any veteran needs any help from the federal government, please contact our office. What are some of the things that the federal government does to help veterans? Well, there, there's, uh, there, there's a lot of things. Of course, you have the VA and health care and, and so on. So I, I think the biggest thing is making sure that they have the resources to live their lives to the fullest and, and make sure that if they come back with wounds, or injuries, and you can't see all the injuries. Some of them are are not visible. They're emotional injuries. But there's help available for them. And uh, before we went on the air, uh, we were kind of listening to the caller before, and it sounds to me like when we honor our veterans, it's really not a partisan um, thing. So tell us about how your thoughts on that and how honoring our veterans really is important for all of us to do whatever side of the aisle we're on. I'm not going to get into what what, uh, Mark has been discussing this morning. I'm going to just here to honor our veterans and make sure that they know how much we appreciate what they've done for us. And uh, what is uh, some of your role today? What all are you going to be part of here as uh, the veterans come by and uh, go through this drive-through event? Well, I, I think today, you know, we're just going to be here letting them know that we're here for them. They were there for us uh, all the time. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day today, but whether it's a beautiful day or whether it's cold and raining or whatever, we need to be here because they showed up when it was uh, the conditions weren't always the greatest. So we need to let them know no matter what the conditions are, we're here for them. And is there anything pending in Congress that uh, has to do with veterans um, that you're working on uh, right now? Well, I I think as we get into the new Congress, you'll see some things happen, but I hope we can uh, build upon the veterans' choice and some of the things that President Trump had got started and make sure that, uh, you know, the, the, the gains that the President's administration had made over the last four years as far as the VA and so on, we make sure continue on. Very good. We thank you for being with us this morning. We again here at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. It's the Veterans Appreciation drive through event. It gets started at 9.30 as veterans can come in and drive through. And there's lots of sponsors, lots of vendors here that have uh, stuff for veterans. And we thank you, Congressman Keller, for being with us. Thank you for having me. Go back to uh, Mark in the studio. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so much to talk about in Washington, D.C. these days. So thank you for that uh, update. We did ask the congressman if he wanted to talk about uh, President Trump and uh, this presumed, uh, what what do you want to call it, a coronation of uh, Joe Biden. But uh, the congressman, as you heard him say, uh, Joe and I are just going to have to wait for those remarks. So we'll look for a call in as soon as that can be arranged. Poor Mike from Milmont. It's been hanging on for quite a while. Yeah, the congressman stepped in front of the microphone for you there mike sorry about that but go, go ahead. ahead now you're on the mark yeah i was wondering if you guys would pay for my shoulder surgery from holding this phone so long. <laughs> yes I'm, I'm sorry about that well, <laughs> I, yeah actually i have a i'm looking for some advice from uh, from joe if i could uh happy to give I, it to I you have, i have three grown children who are uh trumpsters and they they swear that the uh, COVID-19 is an overblown hoax. And they, they actually think that it's okay for uh, younger folks like themselves to get sick and carry the disease around and give it to other people like me and my, and my wife, their mother, who are both in our 70s now. And it's come to be uh, quite an issue 
for me to think that my children would think that it's okay for me to get uh, sick from this particular virus. And I was wondering, it's, it's causing a, uh, a really bad estrangement in my family. And I was wondering if you had any advice for a person like me who's been in, involved in something like this. I'm surprised that... that from, a, from your conservative point of view, I, I'm I, giving you the benefit of the okay. doubt here. Thank you. I, I appreciate the benefit of the doubt on any given day. But I... I, I think anybody who dismisses the COVID virus as a hoax at this point is de- delusional. That's obviously a problem. It's obviously a serious health issue. I have a friend whose uh, daughter and son-in-law both got it. Um, you know, they posted online. I saw their Facebook posts, and they, they were seriously sick. You know, other people don't have any any symptoms. So, I mean, to just write it off is a big mistake. But I think the problem yeah. is in trying to determine what really will prevent it, because because we've had so many mixed signals. What's best, social distancing or a mask? I don't know. You know, it seems to me that if you're far away from somebody, you don't need to wear a mask, and if you're up close, you probably ought to have one on. If they, if your sons or your children are, are, you know, believe this is a hoax, I hope they never have reason to find out that they're wrong, and they are wrong. Yeah, well, how in the world could I... They won't listen to me. They... They get angry with me right away when I try to... I mean, I've even had a really bad virus in my life when I was 28 that almost killed me, and I'm really not interested in doing battle with another outrageous and, and dangerous virus at this point in my life. And not, none of that impinges on their uh, sensibilities about it. They just laugh it off and right, call them. survival the fittest and all kinds of sh- crap like that. I, I don't know. Survival what the, of the fittest? That's rather hard. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's they, fine they, for them to they say. they get it and survive, and I get it and die, that's the, the, the way, that's the natural course of things. Survival of the fittest. So if do you think that they gained this opinion because herd of immun- the... The herd immunity thing, I think, is what they're really, what, what they're getting okay. at. Well, you would be one of the millions of people that would die from it because the older people die right. first from this. Older males. Well, that's, the, that's exactly right. And, and their mother also, by the way. Okay, so I, I, I don't have any advice, but I can tell you this. Uh, if, if, if you could send them a link to Dr. J. Juan Rue's remarks that he just gave to the media last Friday. We've posted the whole thing on WKOK.com's podcast page. If you send me an email, mlawrence at WKOK.com, I'll reply with the link, too, so you don't have to look it up. But uh-huh. It's on our podcast page, and uh, he's talking about exactly what they are talking about, the fact that uh, younger people are getting it in greater numbers, that half the people in the hospital now, they have 20-some people in the Geisinger COVID wing right now, mm-hmm. half of whom are under 50, and uh, the death tolls are rising around here. You know, it is certainly less deadly today than it was in March. There's just no argument about that. We're better at okay. treating it. It's more young people getting it and fewer older people because people like you are mm-hmm. really still and segregated, uh, but uh, people, young people do get it. It's, it's just like playing the lottery. You know, you tell your kids, if you want to play the lottery, that's fine, but you're really wasting your money because there's only a slight chance you could win. Well, it's the same thing with this. There is a slight chance that they'll get significantly sick from this, but you just never know. And so that's why you avoid getting it. And once you have it, you become a spreader while you're before you're, you know, in quarantine or whatever. And uh, it's, it's really ideal to stop the pandemic while you can. But have them listen to Dr. J. Juan Rue's remarks there at WKOK.com. And, and it's they may he, not want to listen to them well, if they're that cavalier they about it. Wanna, they don't want to listen to people in authority like that. I can they, I can tell you that right now. They're, they're just 
thoroughly believe that it's an overblown hoax, and that then that's their all three of them. I, I just can't, mm-hmm. I just can't believe it. You know, you know, what else is odd about it? I, I have, I happen to have a degree in uh, zoology, which is animal biology, from, and they won't listen to a, a word I have to say about uh, epidemics and and virology and the way things and the way germs act and what. Uh, and it's really, it's so discouraging. I can't even put it actually into words to you to tell you the truth. Yeah, one of our good employees just uh, sent us, uh, well, yeah. uh, scratch that, yeah, one of our employees uh, says, yeah, definitely listen to the Geisinger interview, very realistic, so, uh, yeah, and Dr. Rue's not doing anything about fear, he's just giving you what's happened at the Geisinger system in terms of the numbers. Yeah, I, under- I, I understand it completely, I understand, you know, I'm, okay. I, I just want it to be over as quickly as it can and people to do the right thing, and, 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 I mean, I mean, so, uh, like, what is it? Pfizer came out with that. That was only. Uh, it's very early. So it was only 94 people that that showed uh, a, a small number of people that showed really good results. So they have a really long way to go to okay this. And I, th- if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Trump himself said there would probably be a vaccine sometime at the end of the year, November, or December. If- I'm not mistaken. His favorite so. phrase is, by the end of the year, if not sooner. By the end of the year. If yeah, not I mean, sooner. You, know, I mean, uh, you have you to can add read that on there. I'm just happy that they're getting results. I don't care about the the political timing of it that much because I'm, I'm in this situation where the virus is a much more uh, uh, prominent thing in my life than the, than the political aspect. I mean, I, don't, I never really care for Mr. Trump very much, but everything i've done well i mean i have a 401k and i mean well it's like mira now but and now that stock market's going absolutely crazy again today so with mr with biden coming in and and so oh just bear in mind that that hasn't affected me very it's the virus that that's affected my life well just bear in mind that that your children on the right who are being a little outrageous over this issue there are people on the left doing the same thing so Hopefully nobody what has same any. Thing? What calling call the virus a hoax? No, no, just you know, being intransigent about stuff, believing something, and going their own way. It's, yeah, it's it, we've got to start. I agree. We need to listen to the scientists where it concerns COVID. Uh, I'm encouraged mm-hmm. by the fact that uh, President-elect Biden, and I'll call him that because I have no reason not to, uh, appointed yeah, a task appointed a task force that seems to be qualified people. I just hope he doesn't feel it's necessary to shut down the economy. But you know, we'll see what he does. Well, he's he's a he's obviously a, a centrist, and I think he's just going to try to take as much good advice as he possibly can because this is. I mean, we have well, five days in a row uh, over a hundred thousand in the United States, and the, and yeah. record cases in Pennsylvania also right well, now. He's a, he's so a, I agree the, with the you. The thing is hardly over, you know. He is a centrist, but I heard Bernie Sanders on TV this morning saying that the uh, progressives deserve a prominent seat at the table in a Biden administration. So, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, labor secretary. Uh, what, Here labor we go, secretary. Yeah. And so I mean, I I can't imagine what would be wrong with every, with just about everybody in the United States having access to uh, 
some sort of health insurance after all. I mean, that doesn't sound very evil or demonic to me, to tell you the truth. But. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. I appreciate the call, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, take care. 1-800-795-9565. You mentioned the Dow Industrial has been in positive territory all day, now up 1,500 points. Not so much on the chain transition. Uh, Wall Street's been waffling and down a little bit earlier, because anticipating a change. But uh, the news about the vaccine is good news on Wall Street. So 1,500 points up right now. That's up about Five six Dow Industrial, 5.6% uh, Dow Industrials at uh, 29,841 right at the moment. But as uh, one of our good listeners pointed out a couple of weeks ago, the Dow's not the economy, and the economy's not us. So now you know. 1-800-795-9565 is our open line. We've been talking about uh, the bitter divide that still relates to the U.S. I'm trying to draw everybody back together in a peaceful manner so we can all uh, get along, but uh, I'm getting buffed at every turn here. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Jingle, 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 you will hear my sleigh bells ring. <laughs> I mean, that is uh, my choice of bumper music because I want everybody to come together and sing Christmas songs together. Well, I we're going to break into Kumbaya here in a moment. Uh, well, I couldn't find that <laughs> recording, but we found the... the uh, the, well, we uh, did Rudolph song. We did get this one. Um, someone says, "I just looked up the word hate because someone said he didn't hate President Trump." That was then. Hate has a very simple definition in the dictionary: hate, intense dislike for someone. You hate Trump. Simple as that. All right, upper t- top one, please. Okay, I'm sure Mark Lawrence is the happiest liberal out there, and he assures me he's not the happiest <laughs> liberal out there. Well, I'm certainly <laughs> relieved that President Trump didn't win the re-election. Pre- presumably, you know, those are the projections right now. But really, we have so much to glue the nation back together and so much work to do. And, you know, yes, we have to undo some of the things President Trump did. uh, But uh, we, meaning uh, the nation, the half of the nation that voted for him. And I'm very, very, very cognizant that half of the nation didn't vote for him or half of the nation's uh, voters didn't vote for him. Did you hear Did you you read the story? I I gained no consolation from the fact that this deep division between us chose a different leader. Well, there was a Washington Post story that was in the uh, paper local paper over the weekend about President Biden, when he's president, Biden plans an immediate flurry of executive orders. He'll rejoin the Paris Climate Accords, according to those close to his campaign and commitments he has made in recent months. He'll reverse Donald Trump's withdrawal from the World Health Organization. He will repeal the ban on immigration from many Muslim-majority countries, and he will reinstate the program allowing dreamers who are brought to the United States illegally as children to remain in the country, according to people familiar with his plans. So he has just as President Trump dismantled a lot of what uh, President Obama did, it looks like President Biden will be 
doing a lot of dismantling the things President Trump did. So we're like a yo-yo here, being batted back and forth by liberals and conservatives. And that's why we it's important that we elect Kamala Harris after, really? after the Biden administration. Well, that's your and opinion. Not, well, you know, President Trump might run again. He, he had said Don Jr. was who they were going to run in Well, four I don't years. think there's going to be a Trump dynasty in this country ever. And Ted Cruz is positioning himself to be our next president as well. So we got our candidates ready for in the next four years. Uh, Bobby, thank you so much for checking in. You're on the mark. Yes, um, good morning, everyone. Uh, uh, one thing I wanted to point out, like in our nation's history, of course, around the um, you know, the Vietnam War era, of course, there was a lot of protests and everything else, but then uh, Woodstock uh, came together, and then shortly after that, in the 70s, the, the war was ended, and uh, uh, you know, at least there was a unified effort uh, that there was you know, a movement to uh, stop the war, and stop different things, and then finally it did. And I know it took a lot of time, but it did happen. Well, maybe at the conclusion of the Biden administration, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about the fact that both of these candidates are flawed that were in the election. Now we got another flawed candidate in there. So we'll, we'll use, I mean, I'll state that by stipulation of what we were talking about earlier in the weeks a bit previous. So we'll do four years of the Biden administration, then we can hit the reset button and start over. This will offset what already happened. <laughs> Joe thinks that's not going to happen. No, okay. No. <laughs> All right. I'm just reading a text I sent that autocorrected into a rather unusual. Statement. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Bobby. All right. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks for checking in today. Uh, let's see. That would be uh, Tom oh. would be next. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah. If you guys would have been watching TV last night on 60 Minutes, they did a thing on COVID-19. And this Operation Warp Speed, which they keep giving Trump credit for, actually did all these things that you were developed to... You know, it used to take a long time to develop these virus vaccines and things. Actually, George, when George Bush was president, George Bush II, these new techniques were developed back then. Donald Trump has nothing to do with it. It was on 60 Minutes last night. Well, well then why did the New York Times give the president a lot of credit for it? Right, and didn't President did Trump... Gave, they might have gave him credit for using it or something. I don't know what, but I just watched it on 60 Minutes last night. Well, if, it must be can, true if it was on CBS. If you can watch a replay of it on the computer, you can watch it. It was on 60 Minutes last night that, that George Bush... <clears throat> I guess there must have been something back back then when he was president... And they said it was going to take all this time, these years, four years, to. I have a question, to, uh, Tom. Come up with a thing. What role did President Trump play in making sure that the drug makers had sufficient funds so that they could proceed? Well, uh, in he a could risk have done that. That, that maybe the funding. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty helped. important. That's pretty important. He, he might have helped expedite the whole process of get, of getting a well, vaccine. He didn't create the whole. But thing. he didn't do the I work. Remember Barack Obama said, "You didn't build that business." He didn't touch a <laughs> test tube or anything. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. Well, I just wanted to clear that up. Now, okay. Another thing, I have COVID. I had COVID nineteen myself. Oh, did you? I'm okay. just getting it over it now. Okay. Well, I hope you feel better. Did Jeez. you have a lot of but bad I, symptoms? I never had it that bad. I was going to say, did you have any bad symptoms? I just had a cough. You just feel bad. You just don't feel good. You know. How, how long did it last, Tom? Oh, 
Well, I probably had it two weeks before mm. I ever even knew I had it. Oh, gee. Well, this explains a lot. They say you suffer from brain fog yeah. after you have this. Because the only reason I found out I had it, because I could, I opened the bottle of Mr. Clean, I couldn't smell anything. Yeah, that's what they say is one of the symptoms that um, you can't I, smell, can't other taste. Other than that, I wouldn't even have known I had it. I would have just thought I was had a cold or something like that. I didn't even know... But I got a test, oh, that was the 31st of October, I got a test. Well, I'm glad you I bounced back. I had it, glad so, you, but I feel, I feel good today. All right, we're glad you bounced back, Tom, because we wouldn't want to lose you as a caller. I, I want to say something about the election now. Now, I'm glad that Biden's in there, because now we get rid of Bill Barr, Betsy DeVos, <laughs> and a whole bunch and of the rest people. Of that the guy that he put in charge of energy who's an oil lobbyist, the guy that he put in charge of uh, labor, that's a, that's a CEO or something. I mean, we're going to get rid of all these people that should have never had these positions because they're, they're, they're the opposite of what the position is supposed to be. <laughs> no they're argument against there. what they're in there trying to run. Thank you so much, Tom. we got to skadoodle along, but really, I appreciate <laughs> your point. Glad you, you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm very, Take very care. glad. You didn't catch it, Tom, because I said it while you were talking, but uh, um, some people suffer from brain fog after the uh, they have COVID, and I facetiously said that explains a lot for you, Tom, but of course I'm making a good joke in, in your behalf. Well, Tom was intent on making his point, which he All did. Right. We are glad to say that uh, we're going to go back to the Susquehanna Valley Mall where the big Veterans Appreciation event drive through is now underway. Chad, uh, please fill us in. Uh, it sounds like I've had brain fog for, or I've had COVID for years with all the brain fog that I've had. Anyway, uh, we are here at the Susquehanna Valley Mall, and it is the Veterans Appreciation event. And boy, we have a long line of cars that have uh, gathered, and the line goes for I don't know how long. It's it's pretty long, um, and it, this is just really cool. We are between two booths. We are between the Geisinger booth and the McDonald's booth. And as the veterans come in, they uh, are uh, get registered and they get a sign on their car that has um, their name and what service. Um, Air Force, area. right there. Yeah, uh, that um, what service they were in, and they are given things. And one of the stops, they get to meet some of our elected officials, and one of them is here with us this morning. Senator John Gordner is with us. Good morning. Good morning. A beautiful day. It is. Thank you for being here. Tell us why you wanted to be here today. Uh, first of all, to celebrate our veterans, uh, very important to do, uh, and this is how being creative uh, actually is pretty cool, right? It is. Uh, you know, you can't do things the way that uh, you've done in the past, so where can we have an event? Uh, this is a great place to have it. Uh, how can we do it? Uh, this is a great drive-through means. Uh, lots of different uh, businesses and industries have stepped forward, uh, lots of unique, specific goodies that were made uh, specifically for today and uh, wow it's uh, there's another Air Force and Army and I've uh, seen some uh, a, a Purple Heart so it's just great and literally dozens and dozens and dozens of uh, veterans and their families and spouses and we've had grandkids that are here uh, again the Bennett's there Air Force uh, this is great even a dog in the one car that came <laughs> by yeah. 
Um, I've noticed a lot of smiles from the veterans as, they, as they've come past us, and I saw you earlier giving out certificates. Um, what kind of words are exchanged when you get a chance to talk to the veterans? Um, it seems to me like they're very appreciative of this. Um, what are you able to tell them um, as well about their service to our country? It's amazing how many veterans are often quiet about uh, the service that they did. Uh, so many of them, it was just uh, something that they felt responsible to do and don't necessarily come back. But uh, so many do, uh, whether it's uh, a, a jacket that they have or a hat that they have that's proud of it. Uh, some of them have flags. or I, Right there, you can see a sticker in the back window that talks about that the branch of service that they're in. So they do have that pride of uh, the service that they did and a lot of times the specific branch uh, that they were in. So that's what, and boy, if uh, you don't notice, uh, between representatives, senators, congressmen, uh, commissioners from Northumberland, Union, uh, and Snyder County here, uh, it's a great turnout. Usually, uh, we were talking earlier to Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver. Thank you for your service. And she mentioned that, um, you know, usually they have a veterans breakfast, and they decided to do this this year so that we could have an event during the pandemic. Um, I'm wondering, though, if this is something that might become a tradition, because it is just incredible. You know, we have some fire equipment that has flashing lights that are doing some traffic control, but this line is going, it is wrapping long. all around the parking lot, and uh, I think the veterans really seem to appreciate this. It, it is, and again, I'm just looking uh, look at this vehicle here with all of the, uh, the magnets in the back. Uh, there's no doubt uh, that this guy was in the Army, because uh, there must be six, seven, eight different ones. Uh, Purple Heart. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there is a Purple Heart gentleman right there. Uh, that is just incredible. And it is so important. And, you know, hopefully it's not just one day, but when we see someone that has uh, the hat or the, uh, the jacket or something else, uh, we just thank them for what they did uh, to, to represent in the service. Now, Navy person. Congratulations to you. You won your yes. race this yes. week uh, in the um, general election on Tuesday. Is there anything coming up in the state that um, you'll be working at uh, in the state Senate um, to help our veterans? Uh, we have uh, some very active uh, committees, and uh, Mike Regan is actually the uh, state senator uh, that uh, is chairing that committee. We just had a, a new person elected uh, out in Allegheny County, Devlin Robinson, uh, who uh, did a couple of uh, uh, deployments uh, in, in the Army. So looking forward to him uh, joining uh, the Senate. We still have one race that's not called out in Allegheny County, and then we're going to have leadership elections. Uh, we're supposed to have them tomorrow. We'll see when exactly they uh, will be scheduled because we still have uh, provisionals being counted out there. Uh, but we've done several different events uh, and uh, legislation this year to uh, recognize our veterans and to help with different programs. And actually, there are a couple of folks here that uh, work with veterans that we're just talking today, one specifically that works with homeless uh, veterans. And uh, there's some uh, legislation that uh, she suggested that we might be able to help uh, with. And so uh, that, that was helpful to meet her and to hear what she had to say. We have a lot of people uh, here that are coming through that are veterans and have served. If uh, you could give advice to, say, a young person who's thinking about their future and uh, serving in the military is one of their options, what would you tell them? Well, first of all, we have, uh, I mean, at Shikalimi, uh, just for instance, a, a great uh, JROTC program 
Uh, I remember I participated in a, a run that they did a number of years ago, and I think they had over 100 uh, JROTC folks there. Bucknell, uh, I know, has a very active ROTC program. And uh, there's a, a great benefit to that. Uh, my son's in law school right now, and two of his closest friends uh, were in ROTC programs, and that has benefited them at law school in regard to scholarships and, and uh, funding for them, as well as internships at the Army War College. So uh, if it's something that you have an interest in, uh, if it is something that uh, you want to do, uh, Eagle, you know, it's interesting. I go to a lot of Eagle Scout ceremonies, and Eagle Scouts automatically get a jump in rank when they go into the service, just because of the recognition of them being in the Eagle Scout program. So uh, certainly take a look at it. And serving our country uh, is uh, is something outstanding. Thank you very much, Senator John Gordner from the 27th Senatorial Thanks District here in Pennsylvania. Hey, Mark. Hey, Joe. Hi. <laughs> hey, Senator. Thank you so much, and congratulations. Good for you. All right. So we're going to take a quickie break. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. They're going to get me to believe that sleepy Joe Biden got more votes than Obama. Okay, that's from protesters who aren't too happy uh, about the outcome, the projected outcome of the election. All right, Cindy and Dan, get a minute. I am so sorry to uh, make it so that you get such a short amount of time, but Cindy, you do get a minute, so go ahead. Well, I wanted to call about something that I think we can all feel proud about with regards to this election, and that was the extraordinary voter turnout. 80% in many areas or higher. And I think we should all feel very proud, no matter what you believed, no matter who you wanted, we should all feel proud about that kind of voter turnout here in central PA. We should get it every Thanks. every election. We should get that turnout. Yeah, absolutely. Thank all you. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Left. Dan, she left you some time. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I look at this election a <laughs> lot, quite a bit about love and hate. We, the Trumpers, we voted for Trump again because we love the policies he put in action. We love what he stands for. But the people that voted against Trump, not all of them, they voted for the other for Biden because they just plain hated Trump. They couldn't say anything good about him and it's hard for them to this day to say that Trump did anything great for our country and that's how I boiled down this election between love and hate okay 
Okay. Well, and, uh, other people do, but I don't, you know, you, they're evil, good and evil. I mean, everybody's trying to demonize the other person, and that's what my problem is. You know, we're never going to get anywhere in this country until we stop yelling at each other and listen to each other. And let's say you have an opinion I hate. I think you're a despicable human being. Well, I don't gain anything by writing you off, but talking yeah. to you and trying maybe to convince you or that there's another school of thought. If we're going to give yeah. up on each other. We're in big trouble. Whatever. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Thanks for calling. Well, there's there's a comment. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever to you. Do we have no better angel in us that can speak for us for the, the next better angels years. of our character left when Abe Lincoln passed away. Is that when the, the great divide began? Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, tomorrow we're going to hear from attorney Clifford Readers about the legal ramifications of the appeals. This is WKOK Sunbury.